How and when to say no. Hello, desk deterrers, cubicle closers, open space offenders, corner office combatants, home den defenders, and coffee shop conquerors. My name is Brock Armstrong, and I am not the workplace hero. You see, the goal of this podcast is to make you and me and anyone else we can get hooked into a workplace hero. You can think of me as your dealer. Of helpful ideas, that is. Now, I don't know who actually said it first, but I heard it first from a guy named Derek Seavers. You may know him as the guy who started CD Baby and then later sold it for like a bazillion dollars. But he wrote back in August 2009 that there is no yes, it's either hell yeah or no. I'll let him explain. No yes, either hell yeah or no. You can use this same rule on yourself if you're often overcommitted or too scattered. If you're not saying hell yeah about something, say no. When deciding whether to do something, if you feel anything less than wow, that would be amazing, absolutely, hell yeah, then say no. When you say no to most things, you leave room in your life to throw yourself completely into that rare thing that makes you say hell yeah. Every event you get invited to, every request to start a new project, if you're not saying hell yeah about it, say no. We're all busy. We've all taken on too much. Saying yes to less is the way out. I love that. And I try to use it in my life as often as possible. But what about at work? Can we apply the same rule there? Aren't we actually kind of required to say yes because we're actually getting paid to basically do what we're told? Well, it turns out the answer is much more complicated than that. And if you feel weird saying no at work, well, you're seriously not alone. You may think that people will dislike you or think you're entitled or question whether you're a team player, but as paradoxical as it may seem, saying no at the right time and place can actually help your career. Alana Lynn over at Forbes.com spoke to successful women all over the world to find out when they say no at work, and also why it's crucial. Eileen Carey, CEO of Glassbreakers, says, If you aren't getting paid to do something, and the task will take away time from accomplishing what you are paid to do, saying no demonstrates your commitment to your role and the value of your time. Now, Joanna Lannis, CEO and founder of Work With Balance, says, My best tip for saying no is to be straightforward and not dance around the subject. Explain that the task, project, or activity doesn't align with your current priorities, and if the situation changes, you will revisit the topic. Also, sometimes you can suggest an alternate solution. Remember, everyone has to say no at some point, so the person will respect your candor. Now, Liz Wessel, CEO and co-founder of WayUp, says... Asking why is a good substitute for saying no, because it forces the opposite side to explain and justify her point of view. Asking why allows you to present your side too. While it might not agree with the justification, you will better understand where your boss is coming from. The co-founders of Lola, Alexander Friedman and Jordana Kears say, Part of doing any role well is hearing out any and all opportunities that come your way, such as proposed partnerships, co-marketing, and cross-functional projects. 
At the end of the day, however, you have a limited amount of time and resources, and it's your job to make sure you're spending these resources on the highest impact endeavors. Amanda Greenberg, CEO and co-founder of Ballooner, says, You should say no when it's going to set a precedent that you aren't comfortable with or that might be harmful moving forward. It's also important to say no when you know that you won't be able to deliver. So, saying no will provide you with the time and energy to focus on the work that will move your career forward. And remember, as Alana Lynn over at the Forbes.com article says, no is a complete sentence. Now, as pithy as that thought is, I think it's extremely important to not be flippant or careless with your no. As some of the quotations that I just read highlight, the manner in which you say no is as important as the reason you say no. So here are some tips to say no with style and respect. It can be a little intimidating to push back when your boss asks you to do something, so skip the flat no or awkward, passive-aggressive, well, um, see, I would, it's just you've assigned me so much work in the past two weeks that I'm busy working on everything else you asked, so, uh, I don't know if I can. <laughs> Instead, try something like, thank you so much for thinking of me for this, but I was planning to spend the next week working on X, Y, and Z projects instead. This approach works for a couple of reasons. First, it's flattering that your manager thought of you. After all, you want to be top of mind when new exciting projects come along. And second, if your boss knows that this task is more important, it invites her to say, let's push those other projects to the back burner and make sure you're on the same page as far as your priorities go. Now, when saying no to employees or people you manage, you want to encourage brainstorming and you love it when your employees come to you with new ideas. However, sometimes you already have a clear plan in mind and what you'd really like is for your employees to just execute and follow it. Of course, saying, no, we'll be doing it my way, never put anyone in the running for the best boss in the world award. Instead, you want your message to be that while you appreciate employee input in general, this is a project where it is really important that everyone follow the plan exactly. Remember, you always want to offer a why in addition to your no so that it doesn't just sound like you're being an a-hole. Try this instead. Thanks for sharing those suggestions, buddy, but for this particular project, we need to follow directions exactly as they're outlined if we want to meet our deadline. We've gotten approval on this plan and any changes might set us back to the drawing board. But as always, please let me know if there's something unclear or if you have any questions. Now, when you're saying no to a client, you don't want to come off as patronizing to someone who is, by definition, your patron. So, yes, they hired you because you know what you're doing, but they're also paying you, and unfortunately that means they get a say in the direction your work takes. The first thing you should do is to let the client share their thoughts fully. You may be tempted to cut them off as soon as they start into an idea that you know won't be popular or feasible, but if you stop them there, they'll think you just don't get it. As they speak, listen for key concerns that they're mentioning or key issues that they think their new approach is solving. Then, when you respond with your plan, emphasize how you're addressing those same issues as opposed to you shutting down their plan. It should go like this. 
I hear your concern that you aren't sold on the proposed Hujimwatsit. However, I worry that the one that you suggested is very similar to the competition, and I know that one of your main goals is to stand out in the field of Hujimwatsits. So may I walk you through how we came to this one and a few other of our Hujimwatsit variations that you may want to consider? In general, before you consider saying no, you need to affirm for yourself that this is an appropriate time to actually say it. Your inner voice of doubt will make you feel guilty or wrong, but if you access your inner voice of reason, what would it say? Would taking on more just jeopardize the quality of your performance, the goals of your team, or more importantly, your well-being? Well, to that end, here are a few ideas of how to say no from a Globe and Mail article by Eileen Chadnick called Five Ways to Say No Without Jeopardizing Your Work Reputation. Number one, speak from a voice of responsibility. It is your responsibility to ensure that others are aware of the assignments you're already committed to, especially if you're getting assigned work from different people. So say something such as, I'd normally be able to do this, but you may not realize I've been engaged in Project X and it wouldn't be responsible of me to take this on as well because I'd be unable to invest the attention required. Number two, engage your boss in prioritizing. Given that she is unaware of what's actually on your plate, engage her in a conversation about prioritizing. For example, say something like, well, I'm currently working on project X and Y. However, if you feel this new project is more important, are you comfortable with me prioritizing this over the others? Or prefer we consider other alternatives such as assigning this work to someone else perhaps? Number three, if appropriate, make another feasible offer. Saying no doesn't necessarily have to be a flat out no. If there's a part you can contribute, then make that part of the dialogue. Say something like, while I can't take on the whole assignment, given the work that you've already asked me to do by the end of the week, I'd be happy to offer some ideas or do part of it to help you find someone else who can help. How does that sound? Number four, acknowledge and show empathy. Before rushing to the no part, acknowledge the request appropriately. Saying something such as, I recognize this is an important assignment and you need it done well. I'd like to take it on, but I recognize that given other deadlines I'm dealing with, I am concerned that I would not be able to get it done. Number five, buy time to respond versus reacting. Sometimes we say yes because we're put on the spot and we react negatively to the whole idea of actually saying no. So to avoid agreeing to something on the spot, try to buy a little time to gather your focus and to respond more appropriately. For example, you can say something like, I would like to talk to you about this, but I'm on a deadline with something this morning. Can I talk to you a little bit later? And then later on, you can say, I've thought about this and, and then you can fall back on some of the other things we've talked about. Now, in the end, you might find that after some practice, saying no isn't as unpalatable as you first thought. It may even earn you some more respect and trust, as others will appreciate that you're responsible and honest. Let's see if we can create a shift for you, because learning to say no is an important skill in both work and life.
So, for your homework this week, I want you to practice saying no to a random something at work to help take the sting out of it when you really need it. <laughs> now, remember that scene in the movie Fight Club where Tyler Durden tells his space monkeys to go out and pick a fight with a total stranger? This week, each one of you has a homework assignment. You're gonna go out, you're gonna start a fight with a total stranger. Well, <laughs> I feel like this is similar, but obviously less painful. Perhaps you can say no to a weekly meeting that you can easily miss without falling behind, or maybe it's saying no to going for lunch with the same group of people that you always go out with, or maybe it's something that has been actually nagging at you for a while. This is the week to finally do it. Say no and be proud. If you can actually find more than one thing to say no to this week, well, I give you permission to skip next week's homework. Can you do that? Wait a second. Did you just say no to me? You're gonna start a fight, and you're gonna lose. Sometimes, saying no can help manage expectations and your workload, improve your work performance, and even improve relationships. While the consequences of saying yes when you're already over capacity and really unable to perform at the necessary standard of work, can be worse than had you initially been honest and said no. We often think of ourselves when we say no, and forget that every time we overextend ourselves, we are actually robbing our friends and our family of not only our time, but our energy, devotion, and our sunny disposition. Remember that next time you feel selfish for wanting to say no because you truly don't feel a hell yeah. If you're not saying hell yeah about something, say no. Workplace Hero is researched, written, narrated, and recorded by me, Brock Armstrong, in Vancouver, Canada. Logo by Ken Cunningham, and music by my old band, The Irregular Heartbeats. Thanks for listening, everybody. Now, go out there and make this week a hell yeah kind of week.